0: Did paramenopause, or menopause, catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, everybody. Good day. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters. And today I have with me Sarah Airy. And let me tell you a little bit about Sarah. Sarah is a best-selling author, speaker, and energy mentor. She helps women who are feeling stuck and unsatisfied tap into their feminine power to create their richest, juiciest, most fulfilling life. She's the author of the number one inter- international bestseller, The Universe Effing Loves Me, and is, a, is certified as a sex, love, and relationship coach, specializing in winter- women's empowerment. Hey, Sarah, it's good to see hey. you today. You too. I am so happy to have you here with me today to talk about this really super important topic because you and I have kind of chatted back and forth about women and power and moving into our menopausal years and how for a very very long time society has put aside women who are in this phase of their lives and really 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 has been a difficult, um, difficult to bring it out of the taboo space and to bring it into the forefront of who we are and what we are at this time of our lives. So I'm delighted to talk about this topic with you today. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. So you and I've known each other for quite a while. um, And I watched as you developed your book after I had uh, worked with um, your editor and my editor, Maggie McReynolds. And so tell us a little bit about why you have a book called The Universe. Epping Loves Me. I'm going to just use it that way and we'll see how long we keep this a clean episode. (laughs) 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 We probably won't.
1: (laughs) I'll do my best. Uh, My daughter was saying that I swear more than my husband does. And I said, yes, but I don't swear in anger. And she said, well, that's true. (laughs) It's just part of the vocabulary. Yeah. Part of the expression. So (laughs) there was a time when years ago, my daughter, I remember she posted on Facebook and said, my mother just danced through the den saying the universe effing loves me because she got a new client. (laughs) And then had the eye roll emoji. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a phrase that just kind of came up when I had those moments of, this is great. I feel this love of the universe. And then, you know, we all have those dark times. And then it became kind of like a reminder, a mantra that this will be okay. The universe effing loves me. This is not
0: the end of the story. Yeah. And... So it just seemed natural to call the book that. That sounds so great. And I know that's been a part of my journey is, is learning how much the universe really does love each one of us and uh, will be there if we need them, need it, need source, need God, whatever, however you term it, however you uh, conceive of it. But it's it's really an important, important lesson. So I know I've read your book a couple of times through. I have not read it recently. I probably should have before we talked, but <laughs> it's been a busy week. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the, the book? Well, one thing I want to say
1: about the title is it just delights me when, like, especially older women have stopped me in parking lots to say, I love the title of your book. <laughs> and I was really nervous naming it that. Yeah. I grew up in the deep South. My parents are still alive. <laughs> <It> felt <laughs> Really vulnerable yeah. to step up and use that language. But I did because first of all, that's how It kept coming to me. Yeah. But also because if you just say the universe loves me, it's like this nice little head thing. But when you add in the effing, it brings it down to the body. It's getting into that taboo area. Yeah. And it has more power to it. Yeah. And the book, my work is all about finding our own
0: power. Okay. So let's go there. Okay. (laughs) So women, I know when I started, you know, going through well in my early forties, I was watching as a number of women sort of came to the fore. I think a lot of our society is reflected a little bit later in Hollywood. So, you know, we've we see this thing go on where people start to change and then Hollywood starts to catch up and then they pass us. And so for me, I was watching in the 2000s and as I reached up towards my late 40s and I was watching people like Glenn Close and Meryl Streep and Jessica Tandy and some other Amen. Helen Mirren and some other amazing actresses as they started to go from beyond the ingenue phase, their Bond girl appearances, especially Helen Mirren, uh, going beyond her Bond girl appearance into becoming this fully powerful woman. That she's amazing, um, and one of my you know sort of uh people, uh, but. Talk a little bit about how power has been kept from older women and whether you see that changing or not.
1: One thing I realized is that anytime we're told this person, this group doesn't have power, it's because they actually have a lot of power and it can feel threatening to the established system, those who are profiting from the established system. And of course, this has happened to women in general for hundreds of years. Thousands. Thousands, yes. (laughs) And more specifically to older women Mm. told that we're irrelevant, that we're not seen, that our best days are behind us, that we don't have any more use to society. But when you look at a lot of the social movement, people at the forefront are the mature women. Absolutely. We've got, I was just reading that in the Sudan that when several years ago, the militarized government was overthrown, it was the women who led that. Led that whole
0: revolution.
1: Right. And one of the reasons we have so much power right now is that we have raised our kids. If we had them, we have probably gotten to a comfortable place in our careers. If we had them, we have more resources at our disposal. We have more time at our disposal. Mm -hmm. And we don't care in (laughs) many ways about things we used to. Exactly. We have learned, we've learned that other people's judgments of us are more about them than about us. Mm-hmm. And we have less we care about and we have less to lose. So we're willing to risk more. Yeah. Now the flip side of that, well, and also one more thing I want to add to that. We have also lived a lot of life. We have had a lot of experiences that have taught us so much. Yes. And we have that sometimes hard-earned wisdom. Absolutely. And hopefully a deeper connection with ourselves.
0: And you know that I've been talking for years about how the biology supports that. Our biology supports that by walking away the estrogen and progesterone that's forcing or encouraging perhaps us to think of ourselves in relationship to others and that as that recedes, as we get less, have less of that, we have an opportunity to put ourselves at the center of our own lives and stop this, as you said, place where we care more about what others think about of ourselves than we do about what we think of ourselves.
1: As I say, we become more our own source where the source comes up through us rather than trying to get it from outside. Exactly. The flip side of all of that is that we have had a lot of life and we can feel weighed down by that,
0: Mm.
1: by old anger and resentment and grief.
0: Absolutely. We
1: can have, many years of habits of putting other people first, of distancing ourselves so that we don't even know what our own desires are anymore. Mm. Yes. And, and so it's our responsibility to ourselves to do that inner work, Mm -hmm. to process those emotions, to alchemize them, and connect with our own power.
0: Yeah. That's so true. And it's one thing I find working with my clients is it's almost inevitable that the old traumas resurface at this time. So we're yeah. whatever has gone on before, while we're in that period of time when we're so focused on everybody else. We just put those traumas aside and they show up again.
1: Right. And we've had years of being told that our bodies are wrong. Hmm. Too big, too little, too tall, too short. (laughs) Women are never told your body is perfect. Just right. You know, there's always something that could be better. And now we're adding wrinkles and maybe some weight or
0: gray hair,
1: (laughs) gray hair. And it's easy for us to believe those stories. Mm. And typically, our mothers were never free from that. So we don't have them as role models. No, you're right. And our generation has the opportunity to become a different kind of role model. Mm. And to have the experience ourselves of at our ages, feeling sexy in our bodies and sensual in our bodies and at the very least
0: making peace with our body absolutely so sarah how do you how do you work in this realm with people how what's your what's your thing <laughs> <laughs> well i work with
1: seven different areas of power okay with women power with thoughts with emotions with the body with energy, with money, with spirituality and with agency, which means being able to take action in the world.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: right. And it's not that these are necessarily totally distinct areas, mm-hmm. but I address them all. And of course some clients may want to focus mm-hmm. on specific areas, but they all intermingle, they all impact each other. And we have learned that we can't just approach things with the mind, that that only gets us so far. There's more and more research, as you well know, that we store things in our bodies. Yes. And our bodies reflect that. And so I work with individual women over mm-hmm. Zoom. Okay. Doing energy work, doing practices. Mm-hmm. I have two distinct lines Throughout my life, of the esoteric, the energy, the woo, <laughs> yes. and the practical. Okay. If it doesn't make a practical difference in life, I'm really not that interested. That's an awesome place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And so much is about being able to actually articulate these things, mm-hmm. to be able to show up differently in our relationships or our businesses, or just for ourselves to tap in what is it that I desire and how can I create that in my life?
0: Are you running on empty? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you're done for the day before you even get out of bed? Menopause can do that to you. The changes in menopause echo throughout your body, causing symptoms like depression, anger, GERD, weight gain, insomnia, and fatigue. The symptoms can last for decades. I've helped hundreds of women get better sleep, wake up full of energy that lasts the whole day, and ditch all the other symptoms that were dragging them down. I'd like to offer you a free consultation with me to find out how you can take control of your menopause journey and feel better now. You can schedule your time to talk at menopause.guru slash consult. So let me me twist a little bit here and ask a question. You and I kind of talked about this before we started recording. And what do you see happening in the greater world? Um, in the world of politics. You and I kind of touched on some of the changes and I go back and I think you were probably in the room when I first heard the quote that the Dalai Lama said the world would be saved by the Western woman. And I always realized that he was talking about us women of a certain age, post-menopausal women, because we are so involved in the world around us. So what do you see about the greater world? Is it, is there something going on that you'd like to talk about here? Or am I putting you on the spot? Oh, not at all. (laughs) Well, I have
1: a secret mission. Okay. That I want to change the world. You too? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I do think it is older women. I think it is women of color. Not that it's a responsibility, but women of color. Color have been leading the charge in so many
0: areas. And they have have so much strength and so much wisdom. Hard earned. Yes. (laughs) And
1: the more we can work together and the more inclusive we can be of everybody who wants to help change things, the better. One thing I'm seeing right now is passion in the young generation. Isn't there? And wonderful? I'm also, oh, it's fabulous. And something I see also happening is the attempt to squelch their voices in the voting booth, just as their attempts to squelch the voices of people of color and people from lower socioeconomic sectors. And it is, I think, our responsibility, our privilege to step in as women who have more of a voice and less to lose. And we can help protect these other voices. Absolutely. So the more women are empowered, the more access we have to financial abundance and actual wealth, the more of a difference we can make I realized the other day in one of these kind of aha moments that there is no scenario in which my slash hour playing small, having less resources benefits
0: anyone. True. How true is that? Sarah, thank you so much for this Fascinating discussion about power. It's been so much fun to talk with you about this. And Sarah and I have another conversation. It's a little bit shorter, but it's about Sarah's sensuality practice. And that can be found on the TV show, Menopause Matters. And that you can find at phoenixtv.app. And that's F-E-N-I-X-T-V.app. And you can sign up for free and watch amazing shows on the She Rises ne- Network, uh, which is all about women taking the power and taking our place in the world today. Sarah, how could somebody reach out and, and connect with you? My website is
1: refutureyourlife.com great
0: and your book is the universe effing loves me and that is available on amazon it is perfect thank you so much for being here with me today thank you thank you for joining us today if you enjoyed this episode please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, 5 Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.